0: Hello, friend. Look at you. You're doing it. You're doing it all, and still, you found time to come and see me in the quiz cupboard. That's what I love about you. As you know, I'm John and I've taken the liberty of preparing 20 questions for you, each worth a potential two points and divided for your convenience into four rounds. So there's a maximum of 40 points on offer. Don't worry, any points you don't manage to collect today will get rehomed. There's always a high demand for the cute little critters. Okay, round one seems the next logical step. Round one is called Anything but. Yes, it's another new round concept for the quiz cupboard. You're welcome. For each of the five questions, I'll give you a category and there are multiple possible correct answers you could give me. I just need one of them in exchange for the two points. But for each question, I'm going to reserve one answer for myself, often the most obvious. For example, if the category was Premier League winning teams since 2012, except Manchester City... I would take Manchester City because they've won 6 of 11 in that time. So presumably they're the easiest answer. Acceptable answers would be either Liverpool, Chelsea, Leicester City or Manchester United. All the other teams that have picked up a Premier League title in football, that is, soccer, since 2012, apart from Manchester City. So you could have, you could say Liverpool and you'd get the two points. You could say Leicester City and you would get the two points all the same. Now, if that's not enough explanation for you, I think question one should do the trick. So, question one, I'm looking for countries with Italian as an official language, except, yes, Italy. Countries with Italian as an official language, except Italy. There are, and I'm going to give you the number of possible correct answers for each question, there are three possible correct answers here. Oh, yes, there are. Right, question two, we're moving on to movies. It's a general knowledge round after all. And question two, the category is films directed by Baz Luhrmann, except Moulin Rouge. Films directed by the esteemed but unprolific director Baz Luhrmann, except the great Moulin Rouge. There are five correct answers here. Question three, British monarchs with unique regnal names since 1066, except Victoria. So there I'm looking for monarchs of England from 1066 up to the Union with Scotland in 1707. Then they were known as British monarchs up to the present. You know what I mean, I'm sure. Sorry, uh, Scottish royal family fans. But yes, people, uh, unique regnal names, people who didn't have a number, basically, after their name. The only person with that king or queenly name since 1066. Apart from Victoria, she's quite famous. So I'm going to reserve her. So just as a little clue, Henry is not an acceptable answer here. There have been eight of those. Happy? Good. Question four. Literature. Books in Dan Brown's Robert Langdon series, except The Da Vinci Code. It's the series The Da Vinci Code is in. So other books in that same series, except The Da Vinci Code. Of course, I've just told you that one. Acceptable answers. Four. There are four acceptable answers here for question four. And question five, noble gases except helium. Noble gases in the periodic table of elements except helium. Very famous, noble gas. Five acceptable answers there for that science question, I'm going to call it, at the end of round one. Have a ponder while you listen to this music. What does a turkey do when he flies upside down? When he flies upside down? He gobbles up. Of course. He gobbles up. When he flies upside down. Okay, you horrible lot. Let's keep the music going with round two, which is going to be this week, False Instruments. This is one of my favourite rounds, and mercifully doesn't need too much explanation. I've recorded some famous intros with the aid of my MIDI keyboard, Gary. And subsequently changed the instrument sound in my software. So there's an extra layer of sweet, sweet difficulty between you and the correct answer. I am wanting the song title and original artist, please, for one point each. That is a total of 10 points for the round. Let's get on with it. Question one. This song uh, I've put into a synth sound called Plucking Echoes to the following effect. Tell me the original artist and song title, if you please. That kids is what music is going to sound like in the year 2000. Can't wait for that. Get that answer jotted down. And here's question two a song transmuted to the Caribbean steel drums. Short and sweet, or short and awful, your opinion uh, does not matter. We're dealing in facts only here. What is the original song? What's the original artist? Question three. Uh, didn't used to be on the Native American flute, but wonder of wonders, now it is. And here it is. Some stamps and clicks in there to represent the drums. It's not cheating if I invented the game, is it? Tell me the answers for that one, please. And we'll move forwards to question four. Viewers of a Nervous Disposition, please look away now. Poptastic. The sound of the summer there on Toy Piano and Trailer FX. That old instrument. Uh, Question five is coming up now. And yes, I warn you, Gary has retained his odd mood from the other week. This one on... Cat Choir. That last note, not necessarily uh, 100% accurate, but uh, yes, a, a fair representation there of a song. Tell me the song and the artist. That's how that round worked, and it's now mercifully over go back and listen to everything again if you if you really want to um, but I'm gonna play some music and sit here and stare in silence at the wall until round 3. Okay round three roll up and roll up is another installment of the old news it's basically a history round but with a little bit of a story behind it just for fun so for this round we're all piling back into the time machine for a brief trip to another epoch where I've asked a highly authentic local to write some questions about what are for them the current year's events. The fifth question if they've remembered will be what year is it? And I'm sure you realise that the answer I'll want refers to the year we're travelling back to, not 2022, or whatever year you're listening to this from your bunker. Before we set off, please keep arms, legs, etc. inside the time machine. And remember, when we get there, that nobody can know we're time travellers, so no smartphones. And please put on the era-appropriate costume we provided. That is under your seat. Okay, let's start the engine. (laughs) And here we are. Oh, okay. Uh, Well, sick bags are also available. Anyway, smell that fresh, clean, historical air. And let me turn over this uh, pre-agreed rock and read out the questions. Ah, Here they are. Right. Question one. On the 28th of April this year, Captain William Bly was set adrift in the South Pacific by disgruntled crewmen led by Fletcher Christian, who had forcibly seized control of which Royal Navy vessel. That's a fun one to start with. On the 28th of April, Captain William Bly was set adrift in the South Pacific by disgruntled crewmen led by Fletcher Christian, who had forcibly seized control of which Royal Navy vessel. Is question one for two points. Question two. The newly independent United States of America inaugurated their first president, George Washington, on the 30th of April in their capital city, which is, at this point in history, where? That's an oddly specific wording for someone who actually lives in this time period, although I suppose it does mean none of you will get confused and put as your answer a city that hasn't yet been founded in the year we've been transported back to. Will you? Good. Let me read that question again. The newly independent United States of America inaugurated their first president, George Washington, on the 30th of April, bless them, in their capital city, which is at this point in history, where? I'm looking for a city for two points. Question three. On the 12th of May, which British Member of Parliament gave a speech containing the following lines? Oh, a quote. As soon as ever I had arrived thus far in my investigation of the slave trade, I confess to you, sir, so enormous, so dreadful, so irremediable did its wickedness appear, that my own mind was completely made up for the abolition. Let me read that question again. I'm looking for who said that. On the 12th of May, which British Member of Parliament... Gave a speech containing the following lines. As soon as ever I had arrived thus far in my investigation of the slave trade, I confess to you, sir, so enormous, so dreadful, so irremediable that its wickedness appear, that my own mind was completely made up for the abolition. Who said that, basically? Question four. In October, the French Revolution picked up steam, when what began as a protest by Parisian women over the price of bread became a mob of thousands. To which royal palace did they march and forcibly remove the king and queen to return them to the capital? This question writer is a bit of a storyteller, eh? Let's have that one again. In October, the French Revolution picked up steam when what began as a protest by Parisian women over the price of bread became a mob of thousands. To which royal palace did they march and forcibly remove the king and queen to return them to the capital? Looking for the name of a royal palace for two points. And. Question five, here it comes. What year is it? What year is it? Just tell me a year. And if you're right, you'll get two points. You're exactly right, that is. There is an extra rule here. If you're within five years either side, I'm going to give you one point. Have a look around, look at the local foliage, hear the people talk, I don't know, whatever context clues you need, or um, maybe use the questions and their answers to let you know what year we are standing in. That is the end of round three. Let's all agree that during this musical break, we travelled back to the present and we need say no more about it. All you have to do is close your mouth and go home, and those are the best odds you're going to see for a while. I'd take them. I'd take them. Okay, let's keep it simple for round four. That seems appropriate, doesn't it? It is called last in line. I'm going to give you a list of things and I'm going to miss out the last thing. Or I'm going to probably going to replace it with the word what. Let's see what takes my fancy. Um, you're going to tell me what the last thing is for two points. That's it. So, question one. New South Wales, Victoria, Queensland, Western Australia, South Australia, what? I'll say that again. New South Wales, Victoria... Queensland, Western Australia, South Australia, what? Simple as that. What? Tell me what, and I'll give you two points. Question two. Pirates, Reds, Dodgers, Giants, Red Sox, Athletics, Cardinals, what? One more time, nice and quickly. Pirates, Reds, Dodgers, Giants, Red Sox, Athletics, Cardinals, what? Question three. Here's a brief one. Charlotte, Branwell, Emily, what? One more time. Charlotte, Branwell, Emily, what? Question four. I'll try my best with the pronunciations here. Ypsilon, Phi, He, Psi, what? Many apologies to people who actually know what they're talking about with this subject, but uh, the question will stand. One more time. Ypsilon, phi, he, psi, what? And question five. Scarlet, mustard, white, green, peacock, what? And again, scarlet, mustard, white, green, peacock, what? There ends the quiz for this week, except, of course, for the small matter of the answers. We'll get to them after this. But Osir, it's a big hit. The whole village is singing it. I like that. You know I do. This gives me a feeling of power. Power! Right, I'll do you a deal on answers from round one. Two points per correct answer from the following lists that I'm going to read. Remember, all you need to do is tell me one of the answers I'm going to read for each question for those two points. Countries with Italian as an official language except Italy was question one. The three correct answers here are Switzerland, San Marino or Vatican City. Two tiny little countries there, San Marino and Vatican City, with Switzerland much more generously proportioned. But Any of the three will give you the two points. little note here. If you said Slovenia, Croatia, Romania or Bosnia and Herzegovina, you're so nearly right. But in the end, you're unlucky. Italian is a recognised minority language in those countries, but not a full official language. Only four countries have Italian as a full official language including Italy, that is, and the three answers I just gave you. Question two was about Baz Luhrmann Films, the Australian director, except Moulin Rouge, and he has six films in total. Five correct answers then are Strictly Ballroom, Romeo and Juliet, with a little plus uh, in between, instead of an and there if you are uh, a real nerd, Australia is another one, The Great Gatsby, there's one, and Elvis, the most recent at the time of recording, Strictly Ballroom, Romeo and Juliet, Australia, The Great Gatsby, or Elvis—acceptable answers for two points there. Question three was all about British monarchs uh, who weren't, for example, someone the eighth. So uh, British monarchs with unique regnal names since 1066, except Victoria. Now I'm accepting seven different answers here. I think quite generously. So maybe you said Stephen, John, Anne those I'd say are the uh, more obvious ones. Uh, you can have Harold Godwinson, that is the Harold who got the arrow through the eye. He is known as Harold II quite often, but technically he's the only Harold since 1066, so you're going to have that on a technicality. Matilda, I, because I'm feeling very generous, I'm going to give you Matilda, even though she was never crowned. Same for Jane, Lady Jane Grey, the nine-day queen, also never crowned, but an acceptable answer in my opinion. And Just to uh, think outside the box a little bit, I'm going to give you Philip as well, who was known as Philip II of Spain. He co-reigned with his wife, Mary I, bloody Mary. So I'm not sure exactly how many people will have said that, but uh, well done on your two points if you said Philip or Jane or Matilda or Harold or Anne or John or Stephen. I have to assume most people said John or Anne there, but, you know, each to their own. Uh, if you said Edgar Etheling or Eustace IV of Boulogne, I don't know what you were playing at. No points. You're smart, Alec. Question four Books in Dan Brown's Robert Langdon series, except the Da Vinci Code. If, unlike me, you got through the Da Vinci Code and you were hungry for more, then maybe you read one of the following Angels and Demons, The Lost Symbol, Inferno, or Origin. Those are the four acceptable answers Angels and Demons, The Lost Symbol, Inferno, or Origin. Any of those, please. two points and lastly the noble gases in the periodic table except for good old reliable helium the five correct answers here are neon argon krypton xenon and radon neon argon krypton xenon and radon yes krypton is a real element so any one of those five for your two points add up your twos and do it fast because i'm keen to get on to round two false instruments. Question one plodded along like this and the correct answer here Don't Stop Believing by Journey originally on the piano famously enough now sounding like the background music for your induction video at a call center job Don't Stop Believing by Journey. One point for the song one point for the artist you know how it works. Question two kept it brief on the Caribbean steel drums and sounded like this and of course the answer there Mr Brightside by The Killers. The Killers there with Mr Brightside you've heard it. Question three was on the Native American flute with a bit of stomping and clapping and sounded like this and the answer yep you can put a tick there it is Sweet Home Alabama by Leonard Skynyrd I'll give you approximate spellings for Leonard Skinner, and I'm not going to bother reading out all those whys. Sweet Home Alabama is the song. Question four, a, another horror trailer here. And the song by the Beach Boys, Wouldn't It Be Nice? Wouldn't It Be Nice by the Beach Boys, injected with the drama it so deserves. And last, and by all means least, it was this effort from the Cat Choir. And, well, obviously it is Shape of You by Ed Sheeran. That is Ed Sheeran with Shape of You, but it's worth another listen. Thanks, Gary. So there's the end of round two's answers. Round three was our little time travel escapade the old news and question one dealt with captain William Bly being set adrift by in the South Pacific by disgruntled crewmen led by Fletcher Christian uh which Royal Navy vessel was that all taking place on or beside and the answer the HMS bounty yes this year did include the mutiny on the bounty so HMS bounty or just bounty of course you can have for two points the uh Inauguration of George Washington, the first president of America happened in the capital city. Yes, it did. But the capital city, of course, was not Washington yet. Washington, D.C. as it is now. No, the answer here is New York City. New York is the answer there. That was the capital at the time in this year that we travelled back to. That long-winded and flowery speech that I gave about the abolition of slavery was originally made by the MP William Wilberforce. William Wilberforce, a fairly well-known figure in the story of the abolition of slavery. He made his first speech to Parliament on the subject in this year. And question four dealt with the ongoing French Revolution, specifically an event known as the Women's March on Versailles. So Versailles, the Palace of Versailles, was the answer there to which royal palace did they march? And they took Louis and Marie Antoinette back to Paris against their will. And I think all eight cake together if I remember my history. So question five, what year is it? Was the question, what year is it? And the exact year that all these things happened in was 1789, a momentous year, 1789. So if you said between 1784 and 1794 you get one point but of course if you got it spot on you get the two points. Let's keep this momentum up and move straight on to round four last in line I'll read the list again and I will give you the last thing on the list which should be your answer I'm sure it is. Question one New South Wales, Victoria, Queensland, Western Australia, South Australia and the answer here Tasmania. I was listening, of course. Australian states. In order of population, there, I didn't include Northern Territory because it's not a state. The clue is in the name. And if I'm including Australian territories, I have to include the Jervis Bay Territory and Ashmore and Cartier Islands. And do you really want that? Down that road lies rack and ruin. So, Tasmania for two points, please. Question two, I'm going to read. Quickly and get it over with, so maybe you won't notice that I did it. Pirates, Reds, Dodgers, Giants, Red Sox, Athletics, Cardinals. The answer Yankees. Damn Yankees. They were all Major League Baseball teams in order of uh, most World Series wins per team, getting gradually more successful, getting winninger. As they may or may not say in America and the New York, Yankees have won by far the most with 27 in second place. The Cardinals have 11. Not even close. I repeat, damn Yankees. Question three, Charlotte Branwell, Emily. Two normal names there plus Branwell in the middle. Should have given you the clue that I was talking about the Bronte siblings, literary siblings, oldest to youngest. So the answer here, Anne. Nice and simple. And for two points, question four. With my apologies again in advance for my pronunciation, we are talking Greek letters: epsilon, phi, he, psi, and the answer. We're going. It's called last in line the round, so we're going to the last letter in the Greek alphabet, omega. Omega, almost definitely saying that one wrong as well, but you know what I mean. And the final question here: scarlet, mustard, white, green peacock what a strange mixture of colors condiments and birds the answer here is plum because yes you are right we were talking original cluedo suspect characters in what apparently is called rolling order so yes the order in which they play if you're playing when's the last time you played cluedo we all have it and none of us play it right yeah Anyway, the answer there, Plum, the surnames of Cluedo suspect characters in the original version. So the time comes to say goodbye. Well, thanks so much for coming. You can tell me your scores or uh, your nitpickiest gripes with the questions on social media. Just search for The Quiz Cupboard or email quizcupboard at gmail.com for the personal touch. I wrote all the questions and did the music as usual. Let's leave it there, shall we, before either of us gets too emotional. Leave that cupboard door ajar and I'll see you in a week. Sayonara.